0: You're listening to the podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Okay, so we're uh we're live right now for our our uh, intro episode. This is The Human Condition. It's uh I'm Vince Orlando and I'm Sean Davis. And uh, I I'm, I'm assuming for uh for this episode that if if you've tuned in, you probably know us. So we so we don't uh you know this is our our test ground here and we don't we don't need to get too heavy on the uh, the intros um, we can keep it brief but uh, uh again Vince Orlando I've done some movies done some TV been through some struggles in life um, came out on the other end still struggle still work daily to be a better person um, you know one day at a time be better than I was the day before that type of thing um, you know we don't need to spend too much time on that but Sean you
0: uh my name's Sean from Detroit had a lot of struggles, kind of like Vince came out on the other end um, just been on a spiritual journey and I continue to seek everything spiritually that I can and uh share my knowledge as I go. you know, raise the consciousness around me and um maybe help try uh not have others around me make the, make the same mistakes and struggles that I continue to make. I wasn't exactly a, a quick learner with it either, so.
1: I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. So um, so the reason for the podcast and, you know, when me and you talked, it's—I'm uh, I, I, a, a member and, and a board member also at, at Renaissance Unity. Um, you also attend. You've, you've done the ministry school there. So you're familiar with the Unity principles. Yeah. Um yeah. So we have this men's group and it meets uh once a month. <clears throat> and uh during the men's group, I, I notice, you know, it's it's where a group of guys come together, we're all spiritual minded, um, similar unity principles, we are God, God is us, blah, blah, blah. Um but I noticed that uh in some of these real deep conversations, there would be there would be these breakdowns, right? And uh not that we weren't similar in our our thought processes towards you know, what, what we believe the uh, human experience is about, but it would be on semantics. So what I realized in this is that there's there's two, uh, two very distinct languages which use the same words. I, you know, obviously, we're speaking English, right? Um, but in English, words can have a very different meaning depending on what perspective you're speaking them from. So um, – so the uh, the word duality is something that coming kept coming up in our uh, meetings, and there would be disagreements as not so much as to what the concept behind it is, but but the the, the uh, literal definition of it. So, um, so from a Gnostic perspective, um, duality is basically good and evil. Um, you know, and in unity principles, well, there's really no good and evil. Things happen. Right. Um, there's there's higher consciousness. There's lower consciousness. There's frequency. We don't exist in the realm of good and evil. That's more of a material plane um, type of thing. So, when I was using the word duality, I was speaking from the the spiritual perspective, meaning we are spiritual beings having a human experience, right? So, when I say duality. Um, I mean that we are inherently dualistic by virtue of human birth, you know. So it, we, we have to experience um, life as human beings while we're here, while we're on this plane. That immediately, just the, the five senses takes us away from our spiritual nature, right, and we have to work to get back to that spiritual plane. Don't care if you're a Buddha living in Tibet, um, you know, in, in the mountains and all you do is meditate, you're still coming back to the five senses. It has to happen. Um, even Christ on the cross, as the story goes, he, you know, he screamed out, "My father, why hast thou forsaken me?" Because no matter how spiritual, and Christ consciousness is literally named after him, right? <laughs> but right. but even you know, as 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 uh, conscious as we are as human beings, we're still confined to these five senses. So. When I when I was speaking of duality I wasn't speaking in terms of good and evil I was speaking in terms of no we are inherently dualistic because we are human does that make sense to you
0: Yeah you know when I think of duality you know my mind all automatically goes to uh you know uh, yin and yang the light and the dark and you can't you know it's it's you can't merge Light into dark, without making it lighter, and and you can't merge darkness into light without making it lighter. They both have their place, right? And those are the two. It's almost polarity, you know. It's it's opposites. And on the way to work, you know, uh, I was, you know, I did, uh, you know, I looked at heaven and hell as a a, a dualistic approach, and uh, you know, in unity, we don't believe in. Either really, you know, um, my spiritual consciousness is going to evolve, and and I'm merely having a spiritual experience in this human form that is made pretty much just made up of light anyway, you know, and um, and what I'm learning through and going through is merely a, a shift in consciousness, which is going to change my dimensional thinking, which is going to raise my vibration. You know if you are consciously seeking the knowledge right you know some are just gonna be where they're at and don't have the desire to to change and that's you know? also okay you right
1: in within the confines of their journey, whatever that may be
0: right i mean it, it, how how awakened do you want to get and then you can look at a dual a dualistic approach like unawakened and awake
1: right so that and that that was a uh, eye opener to me, and that's that's kind of where the concept of okay, well, let's have a show where we just break down semantics, right? Let's get through the dogma. Let's get through these, these preordained ideologies that, um, you know, it, which are humanistic because that's what we are. So we're taught a certain way in school to believe. But when you when you start to ascend um, to a, an, another plane of thinking, um, another plane of being, when you start to go to this place. Words don't have the same meaning to you anymore. But I catch myself speaking those same words, forgetting that that a lot of times the people I'm speaking with they're not yeah. there yet,
0: not gonna understand.
1: No. So yeah. it it so it start and even within the within unity, you know it 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 um you know that it wasn't really an argument because we all come from a place of love, right? So it's good to have disagreements from a place of love because you you can you can uh, unpack things and you can get to at the very least, common ground to where, OK, well, maybe I agree, maybe I don't, but I understand what you're saying. So, um, you know, it was Reverend Glenn, me and him were talking about it. And uh, he said, well, your true nature is um, you're a spiritual being. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and and, the, and again, going back to the fact that we have to exist on the physical plane even if we go transcendental in meditation we're coming back we 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 have it i mean when you achieve that that divine consciousness that god consciousness well your purpose on earth it's not it's not what are you here for you know what i mean you're here to experience with the five senses and ascend beyond that but um but yeah so it wasn't really an argument it was just we were coming from different places cuz yes i understand your true nature is as you know that of uh of a divine being right right it, but um but we're human, you know we're we're human, and we have to work to understand that, you know because it, before we get to where we are, and you know for me and you and and I think for most people you you grow two ways it's by choice or by trauma for most people it's trauma right and they're, they're very rarely I don't know if it's ever happened somebody does somebody wake up and say, well Everything I've done up until this point is wrong. I want to change. Something has to happen, right? So, you know, and and that goes back to this unity thinking to where, or, or even Buddhist, where you have to be grateful for your pain because you suffer enough to where you want to change things and then you start to ascend to a different level right. of thinking.
0: I mean, the, the, the Taoist approach is uh, life is suffering, you know, so if we want to take a, a harsh stance on it, like just being in the human experience is suffering alone.
1: See, and I I, I agree with that to a certain extent, but a, a more Buddhist approach um is that uh suffering is a choice. Pain is necessary. You know, we're we're going to get hit with things and whether we choose to dwell within the confines of the pain, that's when suffering happens. Now, pain, you learn from it, you grow from it. That's a necessity. That has that's the yin and yang, that's the duality. Um, but the suffering is a choice. And I, I think that sometimes people can get lost in that too. And, in, in that, uh, um, well, no, I it physically, you know, that's a real easy way to look at uh, well, I suffered. Can- I I got hit with cancer. That's pain. Um, I have to suffer, but well, you you really don't, you know, you do, you're going to feel physical pain, but, um, it, it goes, Victor Frankl, and I know you've read the book, right? A man's search for meaning. No. <laughs> you are you ever Well, I mean Victor Frankl, he, I'm not a big reader, man, you know. He came up with logotherapy okay. and it's basically uh without meaning you're you're lost. That's the I mean that's the cliff note version of this type of therapy. How do you find meaning in your life? So he, Victor was confined to a, a concentration camp. His wife was killed, his family was everyone was killed every day in this camp. I mean, now this is hell on earth, right? right. we can't imagine, you know, sitting in the seats that we're sitting in even in the Pain that we've suffered, it's hard to imagine living in a concentration camp where your, your dignity has been stripped from you. You have nothing. You don't know from one day, from one minute to the next, if you're going to die or not. Everything you've ever had, everything you've ever loved has been stripped away from you. Now, there was a moment in the concentration camp where uh, Viktor Frankl thought of his wife and he saw her as if she was standing in front of him, almost this heavenly vision. It gave him something. It gave him hope. It gave him. So within the confines of something that we would perceive as hell on earth, this guy attached himself to meaning beyond him. He didn't have to suffer anymore. That's not to say he didn't get beat by the guards. That's not to say that he wasn't frail and sickly. But there was this this thing inside of him that would not allow them to confine him to the hell that they were trying to perpetuate on him. So that I guess that's the extreme version of now he could have like everybody else that was dying around him, he could have chose to suffer,
0: yeah. right you know you know joseph campbell's uh hero's journey absolutely yeah, so that's like the almost the the makeup I was thinking about it the hero's journey in itself represents a cycle, and in that cycle of the hero. He's going through his own duality, yeah, you know, yeah. there, there there, comes a problem or something and then he switches over and finds a cause and then switches over and takes a side and, and in this journey, you know, um, you know, George Lucas based Star Wars on this yeah. particular yeah. book and and they even have it on YouTube. It's funny because, like Deepak, everyone's in this. They they show you the hero's journey, but in the YouTube form, and it's like an hour long, and and every spiritual big dog is in it. You know, giving feedback, yeah, yeah, right. and and in that in that cycle, it's it's all dual dualistic, pretty much. And the thing is, is that that particular cycle is over and over and over again in our lives. And it's just it you may not recognize it but it it's what the premise of our life is, you know. And I can find myself sometimes and suffering without recognizing I'm suffering.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, like yeah.
0: I, don't, I won't label certain things that are going through these trials and tribulations, whether it's codependency or, you know, there's a whole gamut of stuff I could list and say and label it as suffering. But I'll tell you, my codependent behavior causes tremendous amounts of suffering and frustration. But I won't label it as suffering. I'll label it as life. Shit happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. This
1: is my life. And we talked yeah. we talked about that before and I, I and I still use that to this day cuz you you were the first one that said uh you said to me, yeah, the problem with us is we have a very high threshold for pain. Oh, huge. Right? So, you know, and and that and here we go back to dualism and, you know, so when you're living, so for me, I I grew up um, you know, for the most part in poverty. Um, Detroit was a tough neighborhood and yeah, Hazel Park wasn't wasn't any lighter, you know what I mean? It was fighting all the time. It was, you know, there were good parts. I'm not going to beat it to death. But um, but at, at that at that juncture in my life, I, I needed to be guarded. You know what I mean? Because f- physical violence, um, even in, at times, death was a threat, a real threat. And I had to be prepared for that as I grew up um and and ventured to i mean the globe now i've been all over the place and i've seen how different people live and i started to realize well i don't need to live that way anymore because it's i don't have that threat anymore it's not so so it became unhealthy for me so that high threshold for pain never really left so so a lot of times i don't know that i'm in denial in that i'm feeling pain you know, and this this it goes in PTSD therapy. I learned to unpack this stuff and start to look at the nuances in my life and implement daily practices. To where, if I fall off my meditation, I better figure out why. And this may seem like minuscule to to you know the average everyday person who doesn't have to deal with some of these things. But to me, if I don't brush my teeth before I go to bed, something that simple, that little nuance, I I, I view that as an act of self destruction or self hatred. It, as petty as that may seem, but I, I have to look at that and I have to say, okay, so, you know, and, and it may be nothing, yeah. right? But I have to look at right. it. I, it because the threshold for pain is so high that I don't even know that I'm going through shit half yeah. the time. You know, and, and like you said, we just, we you know, that's just life. Shit happens. Navigate through. We're taught that as men, though.
0: I'll tell you one thing, you know, uh, if I want a bad day, don't pray in the morning. And I can guarantee I'll have a bad day. Yeah. you know like a guarantee like i don't like i don't ever forget to do my prayer work in the morning or in the evening because it's it's almost i don't know if i want to call it ritualistic i mean it's a ritual for sure and i have a lot of different spiritual rituals but like brushing the teeth i'll let it go here and there but prayer or or something that's associated with my spiritual makeup I don't, I don't, I don't ever miss, man. I, there was days when I took, I just skip it. Yeah. And I, and there was a lot of suffering involved.
1: See, and that's the funny thing is, okay, so I have five things I have to do every day. Uh, and, and I don't have to do them every day, but I have to be aware that I haven't. So I need to meditate 10 minutes in the morning. It it feels good when you're done, right? If It feels good it It does it's you know, for me, that's my praying right is meditation, so I have to do it um sometimes i i'll I'll just want to lay in bed because I, I, I have no problem getting up now I get up at six in the morning, five thirty sometimes I'm ready to go to the gym. um sometimes I just want to deny myself the act of meditation, ten minutes sitting on that pillow, going to a space where I know when I come out i'm get, there's a reason for that there's a, so there's that. I need to make better food choices. That's, st- that's always yeah, the one I'm going to yeah, work Make better food choices, do some kind of exercise, read, write. When I do those five things in a day, I, I check my calendar off, I- and I literally do this. If you go through my office right next to my bedroom that I have to pass every morning, I'll look. And there's, if there's not an X there, well, to me, I didn't live that day. So I make it up. You know what I mean? But if I start to see that this calendar is empty, typically it's the writing, which I love doing. I don't know that I love the act, but I love what the result of that is. And meditation, two things that are good for me, two things that are fairly simple, yet I want to neglect for some reason. And if I start to get too off course with that, I know there's something going on in my psyche. You know, that's when where, when I got to start doing that PTSD cognitive yeah. process and therapy to myself.
0: I'll neglect the apple cider vinegar in the morning. Uh, that was like a real big one for me for a long time. And now like... Sometimes it's like I can pass on that. You don't hit? Do you hit the mastermind journal every day? I don't know, man. That's... I don't. I don't mastermind. And I was going to ask you. I'm, we got a mastermind session
1: after this. If you want to get in on that madness, but uh, yeah, I, 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 uh... I, I'm not. I'm not in it like you are.
0: Yeah, you know, I've been doing it. You know, with my best friend since he found a mastermind journal. I I think it was like 2011. And I had gotten away from it because the mastermind group that I was in we kind of disbanded. And he was like, "Man, what's this?" And I was like, "Man, this mastermind journal." He's looking at it, and it looked. He's like, "This looks like some deep shit, man." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Man, it, you know, I was like, it's a year old, so each day is gonna be off. But if you want to go mess with it, man, go mess with it." I'm like, you know, the eight steps are in there. Do what you want to do. It's you know, it's cool. And uh, you know, he crushed it by himself. And it works for about yeah, and it works for about four months and then he you know, he's like, You know, Big Sean says you're supposed to do this with somebody. <laughs> and I was like I was like, uh, uh I was like, You want a mastermind? He's like, Yeah. And uh, you know, it was interesting. Because we got back into it 2012, 2013, and I went back to 4T Prosperity the same year. And um, the years, if we look back at the journals, you can tell how more diligently we got. Now, every page has ink. Every day has ink. I rewrite the affirmation for the day, and then I write out a prayer that's designed for me my god and those that I'm about to encounter for the day. Yeah. You know, um it, it, it's uh it, it's amazing and I really moved away so there's the month and then there's the week and stuff and, and we still meet for the monthly and the weekly and uh and it's huge. The the results were huge. You know, he went from making you know 40 50 a year to he this he was like, dude, I made 125 this year. I was like, damn.
1: For people who don't know um, the mastermind principle, it's based on a teaching of of uh, Jesus Christ um, that says where two or more are gathered in his name, there I am.
0: Yeah, that's that's the fundamental. Jack, Jack Boland put it all together. He, you he know, created, he, yeah, yeah, Renaissance he, unity. Yeah.
1: Um, but that that's where the principle come from, comes from. And it really is law of attraction um, where there's a group holding each other in high, which going back to the human condition is what we should do more of rather than pointing fingers and saying you can't do this and you can't do that. If we were to come together in, uh in a larger setting and really hold each other in the highest of consciousness. Amazing things would be possible.
0: Absolutely amazing, miraculous things that we consider a miracle
1: would be possible.
0: I think the idea of human beings supporting other human beings is still foreign. Taboo. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it is. I'm competition. I'm in competition with you. Yep. You know, I I need the money that you're making. You know, you got my clients. You got this fear you know? base, yeah. Oh, all fear based It's fair. I mean, I,
1: if if I don't, oh. you know what I mean, it's yeah. going to get taken from yeah. me. This is no. It's
0: all fear is, man. What am I afraid of losing? And what am I afraid of not getting? And then after that, I, I even did this thing where it all spider webs from that. Those two basic principles spider web the entire premise of a fear based life.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and, and that's what we live, right? Right. I mean, and and that's that's
0: uh. That's what keeps us
1: stuck into what the the Gnostics would call the the sin side of, or, or, and I don't even know if the Gnostics called it sin, but um, but but the evil side of duality. That's that's where you get stuck in right. your your right. Hum, what we consider humanness. is huge
0: fear is the biggest spiritual block there is. You know, I don't I don't know of a bigger one. I don't think there is one. I mean, it,
1: it's it's all fear. It's all you
0: know? fear based, you know. And the thing is, I think a lot of that is uh my my father I was raised by my dad my my dad really wasn't much for like fear-based teaching you know it it just wasn't part of the household you know uh being free you know and and recognizing that you always have enough that you'll always have enough if you work hard and you know if you are doing the god the good orderly direction and my my father is not Religious, he, you know, his spirituality is Michigan football and Michigan (laughs) basketball. You know, that's it. Um, But if you are doing the next right thing and you're helping your brother out along the way, and you are generally kind and caring to other human beings, it's all gonna work out. And that's you know, and keeping track of the dollars and keeping track of like what they have and what I don't have isn't gonna do you no good. You know, does you bad. It keeps you stuck in the spot. I mean, it's
1: the law of attraction, man. You manifest it, and and it and it. That's that's why even the 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 thought of dualism it it has a it leaves a
0: bad taste in the mouth because we're so acclimated to what it is to be human. Well, so enlightened thinkers, you know, with with great consciousness, the duality means that we're separate, and and we're always the oneness is what we're searching for. You know, the oneness yeah. is what we're searching for. You know, duality really only exists, you know, in, in the third, fourth, fifth dimension, and in a little bit of the sixth. And then you start merging as one. That the the polar opposites are are switching around so rapidly that it's merging into one just not on this plane not on this plane not meant to no. happen on this' you're, no. you're meant to experience transcendence
1: in bits and pieces and then bring that back into your human experience but it's not it's not for a to to be permanently there there's no use for the human experience
0: right you'd just be chilling right up I, in the Himalayas yeah just, you know. what are you doing here right you, you know, know exactly and and I think you know, you're going to need duality for the process of evolution while we're in this dimensional state. Well, I know? think,
1: and you know, when I speak of the word God, God has a stigma, right? Right. right. You know, so I universe it's all the same to me. I consciousness yeah. it's it's that 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 divine consciousness. We I think everybody, even scientists, can agree that we came from one source. I, I think we can all agree on that. So when I think of consciousness. um so, in order for us to even be, consciousness has God, uh, the divine, has to shrink itself into this this minuscule, um, finite us. Each one of us has this individual. I think we lose that in human experience. Is that each one of us has an individual purpose? Otherwise, the infinite wouldn't have shrunk itself into this finite being, so that it could experience. Because without, we are we are important. Uh, anybody who wants to say that we're not—they're missing the whole point of consciousness. We're very important. Could consciousness have sprung forth by some cosmic mistake? I say it's—it's—it's it's, it's, uh, anything is possible, but it's not probable. You know what I mean? But I—I I think we lose sight of the fact that we are the way God experiences phenomena, because whatever God is, whatever consciousness is, doesn't need to experience phenomena in that state because it's perfect, right? It's perfect. There's nothing – that it doesn't – we are phenomena, you know, in, in right, our, right. our consciousness that has evolved to the point where we can contemplate ourselves. That is hugely important because everything else exists at a certain level of consciousness, right? Even subatomic particles, they interact perfectly in perfect harmony, even a, a supernova. You know, this something that we view as cataclysmic springs forth beautiful things. There's no question in how they're supposed to interact. We get to question it. That's a unique thing, whether that's happening, you know, we talk about you know, frequency and dimensions and all of that, whether that's happening on different planets or how many billions and billions of years, I believe it's finite or infinite. But um, to me, that's a beautiful thing. And to me, that's how I embrace my dualism. You know, that that's because I, I believe that I'm supposed to go into this transcendent state Take what I've learned there through the science of introspection, then bring that into the human experience. And things like this, they you know, and you see podcasts popping up all over the place where people are having these these long form conversations where you, where you get to unpack things. There's no sound yeah. bites. There's no two minute interview, and you got to deliver a point. Right. And you have an agenda. It's Let's talk about some shit. Let's unpack it, and uh, let, let's stumble over some words, and let's let's get twisted on semantics, and let's unpack this, and let's get to a a state where we can understand each other, you know?
0: One thing I learned, I don't know very much. All I know is my own experience. Right. And what I'm seeking in my own spiritual journey and what's been revealed to me. Second, I'm not the judge. And third, I'm open to all opinions and, you know, experiences that others have had without judging, you know, and it took me a minute to get there. It took me, uh, you know, I I could be, like, when I was younger, I was a real, you know, judgmental motherfucker. I was an asshole. Uh, Yeah, you know. Out of fear. Right, pretty much, and and I I don't think my open-mindedness was as open. I, I think through pain and trauma, my mind became more open, and the more that I recognized I needed help from my creator, the more open minded I got, and the thing was, is that there was something that my God always wanted me to learn was how to ask for help from another <laughs> human being. Yeah, that's that's, and that. that was the toughest. That was the toughest lesson, and you know, especially you know, my old man that stop for directions. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, before GPS and you know MapQuest and all that. Uh, you know, it was it was like, uh, no, we'll find it. You know, we'll, we, we won't be stopping. We'll find it. And, like, you'll be driving around for an hour. And and I think part of me being in recovery and having to ask for help, uh, it taught me how to ask for help today. And there's no shame and there's no guilt associated with me asking for help from anyone.
1: You know why people don't is because people point the finger and judge. You know what I mean? When all yeah. we want to do is be able to do that. You know, when somebody does it, not now, but as a young kid, I remember judging people because, oh, this person did that, all oh, of that. It's, it's, it, it's a paradox. You know what I mean? This, this, uh, this, this dualistic nature of what it is to be human and and what it is to try to ascend beyond that. But it's, um, that's hard for me still to ask for help because we get burnt the first time when we're kids when our when our dad or our mom tells us wasn't really my my mom for me it was my dad ah, shut up you know what i mean it dismisses yeah. you right away and i have to i struggle with that today and you know when whenever i'm talking in a group or or uh delivering a, a speech or um writing um speaking with my kids i have to i have to remember that i came from a place where Everything I know now was foreign to me, so I have to find a way without lowering my frequency to meet people where they are. Right, right, you right. know, and and whatever, and that's hard. That okay, so you, you know, for when I first learned of spirituality and and uh, you know what what it was to uh, when when I first experienced what transcendence, unconditional love was. It was after the birth of my it was the birth of my son. Um, ketamine If I'm being honest was The birth of my son Ketamine And quantum physics Those three things combined Did things to me That a therapist Was never able to do Just opened me up Because I, I felt This unconditional love And for whatever reason You know In my neighborhood We run from that feeling Right yeah. you, you box yourself out Me I ran towards it But it came with So much struggle And so much trauma And when, once I experienced that There was no going back It was that That spiritual point Of no return But it wasn't like that was the spiritual awakening, but then the work started. Then yeah. it got real painful because I couldn't go back to where I was. I could, but it would have taken substances or suicide, even you know.
0: Once you, you can you can go back after having spiritual awakenings into. You can flip. You, you, you can you can go. You can step back. You know, it, all you need to do is become obsessed with. Uh, materialistic things. True true true. You know? Yeah, you you
1: have to be, become compulsive right, in something. Right. right. Yeah. I
0: mean, I I I've had a lot of spiritual awakenings and uh, all of a sudden somehow some way in my journey, uh, a little codependency kicks in and the ambition to be financially, you know, larger than what I was, uh, financial insecurity, you give me the right combination and I'll go chase money. And I'll set all, yeah. And I'll lose, all, I'll, yeah, and I'll, lose yeah, yeah. I'll lose myself for you know. I've done it before for a year or two. Yeah. But you know, my God will start coming back. Like we'll throw you signs <laughs> and, and like, like what are you doing? And and it's like I got it from here. I got it. I got it. I got it from here. And you know, my God will continue to throw me signs. And my self will will always you know if there's always a saying if if you're if you're get, being met with a lot of resistance, it's probably not for you. But I'll look at it as like, <laughs> this is a challenge. Yeah, this is over a challenge. Day. You know, I can I can do this. Yeah. You know, and it's just uh, it's just crazy. That, and the,
1: that's the fine line, right? You know, because because we we are programmed to fool ourselves.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. you know,
1: and and then you develop this high threshold for pain, and you know, and in my environment, it. I didn't get held accountable a lot. Um, you know, I could talk my way out of things. Again, these are things on a material plane that you might view as – those are admirable traits, right? You can make money that way. You can you can achieve material success, even excess that way. You can – you know, it, it, it feels like there's uh, there's no real consequences for your actions when in reality – it it uh on a spiritual level, it's it's eating you up inside. And like you said, the universe is going to slap you in your head. Something's going to happen to pull you back to where you need to be. And you're either going to go there.
0: Then there's the alternative. Then you you don't. You know, and, and you fall into hell. It it seems as the older I have gotten, the more that I want to experience consequences is less. <laughs> you know, like when I was younger, I didn't have no problem like you know you could give me whatever you want i'm slick i can do this i can do that you know i i had more uh willingness to either avert or just deal with consequences as i've gotten older i've found that consequences uh for behavior or just shooting moves out of base out of self um man like i don't want none of that today You know, once I deviate from my spiritual principles of that I have that I live by, man, there's consequences. Once you once you set that aside and go onto the self, and like I'm gonna go shoot these moves and I'm gonna do this, sooner or later there's gonna be consequences. Whether they're spiritual, whether they're materialistic, something will make you switch back to having to live on spiritual principles. You have to. Uh, you don't have to.
1: Like, and you made a good point when I, I said you know, there was no going back for me. Well, there was. I could have chose to live in a state of compulsion, um, seeking the next best, best, best thing so that I didn't have to feel so deeply. I could have done that. And, and I flip-flopped. I went back and forth. Always got pulled back. Um, always got pulled back. I consider that to be lucky. Um, because some people do, I know, so many.
0: Well, I know you know too. So many it's people that didn't. It's the truth, though. Once I'm exposed to the truth, what the fuck am I gonna do? Go live in a lie? But you, that, go, and that's the thing. You pull a blanket over my head and say, "All right, we're we're back here." But you have to admit
1: it to yourself that that's the truth. You know how long? Well, you know, i, yeah. I, I, I How long <laughs> did, I mean, there's still times where I try to deny the truth, not intentionally, but my, that monkey mind will start creeping in, and and uh. And and I'll have, I'm so good now at capturing the nuances, um, but I'm still not. My ego would tell me I'm free from it, oh, of and course. then set me up for yeah, destruction yeah, so yeah. that it can creep in yeah. again. But it, I mean, the programming is so deep, and the work that it takes to—I mean, it's it's. But but again, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing because that's how you ascend your dualistic nature. You know, and I don't think the word dualism is a bad word. I think it's just what it is. Right. No. You know, it, it's just what it is. It's yin and yang. It's it's cause and effect. It's you know. There's
0: a book. There's a book called uh, Lessons in Truth. It's a unity book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily Cady. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want like a book that will pfft, clear a lot of like clouding, like it, after that book, man, it was like I had a new pair of glasses on. You know. It was um, very eye-opening, um, and, and, you know, she kind of writes it from a Christ-consciousness perspective and stuff, but it uh, it was a huge game-changer for me in my spiritual journey, and, uh, you know, we read that at the minister- Detroit Urban Ministerial School, and uh, it was just like, like, whoa. Yeah.
1: And, you know? Yeah, it, it's, it is whoa. Yeah. You know, when you... When you get to that place, you know, and I, I still have a lot of, it, you never stop learning, never stop. growing. I mean, it, you know, and it's all about frequency elevation. So when you get to that next level to where you, you've you transcended that last thing, well, here's a new thing, you know, and and you can view that as a victim, right? right. The world is against me or, okay, well, here's a new challenge. So, and, but, but that can easily play into, you know, it, that's that fine line to where sometimes it's not a challenge to be met met sometimes it's not for us you know sometimes it's not sometimes it is or maybe the challenge is recognizing that it's not for us you know what i mean and and that's that's that uh maybe the codependency maybe yeah. the fear of abandonment yeah. that thing that needs to be overcome um you know the, these attachments that we have to to our subconscious programming and it's 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 our choice now. It's, for me and you, it's our choice. For a lot of the people in unity, it's their choice. A lot of people, it's not their choice. You know, I, I
0: think if you unravel a lot of beliefs that you were brought up with or that you've learned, a lot of those beliefs are bullshit. Yeah, and, and I yeah. had to unravel a lot of bullshit beliefs. And it's hard and once i unraveled it i'm 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 in a place where well where do i go from here i'm in a place where i can absorb experience and knowledge with a whole new perspective right it's all about changing my perspective and my perception that is in based in divine truth it's always going to be in divine truth what separates me is how I interpret the information in the reality that I'm getting.
1: And see, you're speaking in a language that I understand deeply. You know, but but a lot of this is, you know, we're saying words, and these right, words right. have have different meaning. And I was talking to uh to my girlfriend the other uh, I was a while ago. We watched *The Star Is Born*. Have you seen that? No, it was it was great. It, I th- I thought Bradley Cooper was amazing in it, but uh. But, I understand', them you know what I mean yeah. the darkness i I get it like i you know I know that world very well, and uh you know and, and like a lot of people, um they would say the decision that was made to in any suicide, um you know there's people that'll point the finger and say that was weak, well, that's the easy way out, and I've never wanted to kill myself, even though i've you know you have those thought, oh, I wish it would just end, you know that kind of but you move on with life and whatever um you get through your darkness. I've never wanted to really do it because I would have done it, right? But I have i think I've been on the cusp to where I can understand it, but I've never been in that place. And I was trying to explain to her, I'm like, well, he couldn't see beyond where he was. So you can't point a finger and say that you should be better or he should have made a different decision or that was neat. No, the, the, the hell that he exists in, in that moment, or she or whoever exists in that moment before they actually make the choice to do that thing, that's hell, you know what I mean? And, and I wouldn't wish that pain, even if it's instantaneous pain, to, to lose all hope, even subconscious hope, because even the, the guy who's homeless on the street, there's something in him that keeps him from taking his own life, you know what I mean? To where yeah. you might feel bottom of the bed, but there's some shred of hope in that subconscious that keeps you going from day to day. Something, even though you don't consciously believe it could get better, something in you says it can. And to be in a place where that's stripped from you, that's a pain I don't want to experience. You know what I mean? And I can't point a finger at a person. I can only sympathize and try to empathize with that. But,
0: you uh, know, I, I attempted suicide, you know, and, uh, it was, I thought I I was going to be successful, you know, and, uh, there was no hope. There was no hope for a while. And, uh, you know, I had been praying number one to die for a long time. My alcoholism was in full, effect and it had been full effect for a while uh I, i'm i I'm, I'm a real alcoholic i'm a 24 7 drinker when i drink there's no breaks there's no nothing it's got to be around the clock and it had been like that for a couple years and um you know i ran a a knife right up my arm and uh and i remember specifically that night and uh there just was no more hope there just was I. I was done.
1: That's an empty. That's a, a there, void, man. Uh, yeah. That that your your humanness is stripped from you, but not in a good way.
0: I felt that God, as I had known God, had abandoned me. Like we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be at this point if you were here. The thing is, I had proof that you were. You existed. You know. For a long time I had proof and I got to a point where it's not that I no longer believed it's that I don't believe that this is going to change because you have not helped me. I've been, I've been sick this long. Like we're going on four or five years. I was an alcoholic at 13. I was able to you know kind of change things here and there through like marijuana maintenance and stuff. But when it comes down to it, I'm just a whiskey alcoholic. Just give me the whiskey and stay out of my way and don't come around me. Cause I'm going to burn everything down. All relationships, jobs, any material possessions, forget about them. Yeah. And, and it was just to the point where like, I was tired of living.
1: in the way that you knew life was
0: right. Yeah. And, and and all hope was gone yeah. all hope was gone and i'll be honest with you you know even being in recovery for as long as i've been in recovery and all the spiritual things that i've seen and been able to experience living in the human flesh is still difficult for me yeah. you know it is, I, you know. I I always try to remind myself that I'm not separate from God, and, and I can feel that, and I believe that wholeheartedly. And my God lets me know, twenty four seven. Usually, you know, there's a feeling that I have as I'm on the earth that keeps me connected. That I'm always connected, but it's still it's still hard for me to maneuver around emotions, um, you know explaining emotions to another human being especially one that you care about you know it, it's hard it, it's just hard for me to do those things you know but I
1: you know it's in the, that difficulty the the it's in that difficulty where the next level of your frequency lies it it's navigate because I now for me I have to intentionally gravitate towards those emotionally difficult situations because emotions are just emotions. And when they flare up like that, it's hard for me, too. But I make it a point, and I don't do it all the time. I'm not always successful yeah, at it. Yeah, But, but I, I, I'm i better at catching them now and saying, oh, I got to tell this person this thing. You know, I, I, owning your own business, there's sometimes you got to let go of some friends. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. In the old neighborhood, you don't do that. You're loyal. You know what I, But right. that loyal was really codependency. That wasn't, right. you know what I mean? So you got to, I, I see these challenges now. When you view it through the lens of, be grateful for your pain. Um, Things are happening for me, not to me. If you can, and it doesn't happen in the spur of the moment, but if you can ground yourself in that, that line of thinking, I don't know, have you ever read Radical Forgiveness?
0: Uh, messed around with it. That Man, that book's you know, a life changer. Picked and, it up, put it down, picked it up, put it down type yeah, deal.
1: Yeah, I, I did for a while too, but I, I've read it a couple times now and, and just, you know... At a soul level, how how everything if we can view everything, because here's the thing. Everything on in the universe exists in relationship to one another. Right. 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 Everything. Everything. That, that's Everything's causality. connected. Everything's and connected. It's connected. And and when we have the illusion of separateness, well, the relationship that we have to that separate, seemingly separate thing, that's important. Very important. So you know, it, when I read that book, I was able to unpack some old relationships, um, romantic and otherwise, and and say, wow, that relationship pulled out of me, and it wasn't comfortable, right? It, like it wasn't comfortable going through that. But when I was able to see that that person unintentionally, um, unintentionally on a on a human level, on on you know on the material plane, but at a soul level, was giving me exactly what the hell I needed to experience right. at that given moment. And I missed it so many times, you know, I I just went through it and said, I would point the finger or I would say, that's what life is and move on to the next thing. Then it would manifest itself in another way, more clever way. Um, But it was still the same thing in a different, different form. You know what I mean? So I, I continue to go through these things and I'm sure I'm going through it now in some form. I don't know what it is. Right. Just, just, yeah, I know some things and I work on them. There's some things I haven't discovered yet and that'll have to get pulled out of me. But just looking at. Everything is a mere everything, everything. When when somebody cuts me off in traffic and I go to asshole mode, yeah, something's off. You know what I mean? That there, there's a relationship there that I need to evaluate because I I deem myself as spiritual and and I you know I want to ascend to this this Christ consciousness. Yet I just called this person an asshole because you know it, it was they were able to pull that out of me in an instant. You know, but what haven't I mean?
0: you cut someone off accidentally? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's funny because, like, I've learned with, with driving's real big, you know, number one, I'm I'm pretty hands-free. You know, I worked real hard at, like, not texting and driving. Like, it can wait, you know, and I work real hard. But I watch a lot of drivers be texting and driving, <laughs> this is, you know. And so it's like. One a, of them me. Yeah, so someone cut me off. I understand because I, too, have cut people off. Mm-hmm. But now my thing is, I gotta see you. Are you on the phone? Yeah, you know, like are <laughs> I want to see on what the you phone? look like. <laughs> I need to see if you're on the phone, and and you know, and then I look, and then there was a time where uh, you know one of my uh, spiritual mentors was like, "Don't look. <laughs> There's no reason to look. There's not. All you can do is I too have cut someone off, so you know it's like forgiving them as you go." Immediately you know, to, immediately, <laughs> and just understand that you too have cut someone off, and not look, and just be on your way. Because really, what does a look do? But fuel
1: this subconscious finger pointing, this judgment, this all I'm the judgments, better than all
0: the judgments that it, depending on the car, on the rims, I I the I, license plate. If you have stickers, you know, I can I can create a scenario in my mind. Really, I know who you are. Yeah, I, exactly. It, I thought you were that, <laughs> and then I look at. The, you know, like, you know, you see them, uh, you know, Kermit the Frog memes and stuff. It's like, you know, <laughs> looking at, well, you know, and, and then what am I doing? Like, you know, the, the truth is universe all loves us equally. You know, <laughs> you know, is some people just, you know, I, I can, there's, you know, it's sometimes it's cutting people off and just going to be the way it is. Yeah. You know, yeah,
1: absolutely. And, and, um, yeah, on on that I, I, the way that it is is I didn't turn Wi-Fi on, so I don't, so if anybody was sending a message, we apologize. Oh, right all right. Yeah, on. yeah, cuz there's I didn't turn the Wi-Fi on. First go around, brother. Yeah, so no, do, no you you know. this is <laughs> we're unpacking this, right. the technicalities, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it it really is um it really does feed that part of ourselves that doesn't need to be fed, right? But but if it feels so natural you know, because I, I still do it, and I, but I catch myself. I, when I say asshole, I say that person. I have to have I, a conversation. That person's not an I, asshole. I, you don't know that I, person. I think it's this
0: part of my ego still wanting some sort of validation because I'm no longer there. You know, I'm no longer operating from my ego a whole lot. So, like, my ego, when it finds opportunities That's, yeah. to, to peek its head out, like, you, you know, like, you, I'm better than you know, you, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm a better driver than you. You know, I can come up with all these things and I need the validation by looking who, who just cut me off. Yeah. That way my ego can find some sort of satisfaction validation. and validation when in reality, the last thing I need is my ego being validated by looking at who just cut me off by judgment, right? By judgment. By, cut. Like why don't I just continue on my spiritual journey? Yeah, you know, uh, like that, like they're on nerves. Why are you upset? I
1: remember uh I didn't realize how angry I was and and I I didn't know what the physicalities of constant anger were. Um mm. and I I you know for whatever reason for years and years it escaped me that I had calluses on my hands just from driving. Regular city yeah, driving. Yeah, yeah. Or or that I there was a hole dug into every floor mat that I ever had because my I would press my heel. I didn't know that I was that tense. I had no idea, and I remember when I lived out in L.A. A girlfriend of mine told him she's like, "Why are you so angry?" Because I would want to fight people. Would, oh, come follow me! Blah blah blah. All of this
0: L.A. traffic—a whole other story, though. You know?
1: But <laughs> even still, you know, and it did. Really I, know, pull it, I know. And she and I remember her saying, "Why are you so angry?" And then I would yell about how I'm not angry. Oh, right. I'm not fucking angry. That right. motherfucker! All this shit. All spouting. All this shit. I I look back on that now, and I'm I'm so disconnected, but I'm not because even in that little asshole to where i have to talk myself off that ledge it's still there it's it's it, what but is it 401
0: is that the 401 that's out there that four, 405, yeah, the 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 five, 405 the 5 the 10 405 when when i them all. when <laughs> i lived in long beach you know my uh the guy i was living with you know his family and stuff we was doing working in like you know hollywood and stuff and we take back roads you know to and from you know la from Long Beach. And you can't was, even do that. anymore. I know either my, one of my boys was like, "Dude, now the back roads is gridlocked." There, there ain't you know? no, there ain't no damn back road. I was
1: <laughs> I was out there with uh for the it was the American Film um Market and uh we were staying in Beverly Hills and the markets in Santa Monica. That's a 15-minute drive. Yeah. So, I think I'm showing my guys from Michigan, "Hey, no, no, we're going to take that. every road was blocked. It took us 2 hours and 15 minutes for a 15-minute drive to get from uh from from one place to the other, it was it was insane. It made me mad. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if you unpack that too, you you gotta when when you start getting real with yourself, well, you know where you are. Yeah, right. You know the place you came to. We don't prepare ourselves. It's like when you go into a relationship with a you know a, a significant other. You don't. You. I do now. I prepare myself for. I know what my flaws have been in the past. I know where I'm weakest. I prepare myself going in. I do my best to look at the, and that's what cognitive processing therapy was for me. Is that I have to unpack everything. I have to ask myself, what's the reality of this situation? This emotion came, is it based in reality or is it based on some subconscious programming that I haven't let go of? And it's a process. But um, I think we're we're getting close to our time. We've got about five minutes.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't really prepare myself for relationships. I just let it roll. I know what mistakes that I've made in past relationships. Well, that's preparation, knowing but that. But I've fixed them usually before I get into another one because I don't ever want to take, I want to be better than, Deli- I always yeah. want to be better than the better last version. one, you right. know. Yeah, absolutely. Like what did I learn from, you know, ooh, I was still doing a bunch of criminal stuff. And girl didn't like that. <laughs> you know, I was obsessed with money and all this stuff and I wasn't really present. Se- present, yeah. yeah. And then you learn. You just keep learning. You just keep evolving. That's the hope, right? Yeah, you that, know that's what it's supposed yeah. to be. You know, you you know my stepdad always used to say corny stuff when we was younger, like, "You grow as you go." And I was like, "Man, what the fuck?" <laughs> you know, and I was like, "You know," what? I end up saying that now. You know, like I work in uh, substance abuse and stuff, and I tell the dudes in early recovery, man, it's like a kind of a, it's a grow as you go kind of life, man. You know It's just It is what it is And you want to be better And smarter Than you were yesterday
1: And you don't want to hear that When you're in crisis That's the last shit You want to hear They're
0: all Brainstem man You know Yeah
1: Uh, Well Duality Yeah You know and, And the unfortunate part Of our dualistic nature Some people will never see past Their Their Duality And to the oneness Of what we truly are You know To These spiritual beings having human experience um, to not at least and you do experience it in little glimpses through love through um, you know for me if I look up at the stars when I'm having shitty thoughts I I look and immediately I'm connected to something I can't really explain what it is but it you know that I grab this bracelet it means something to me there's something that takes me to a only for an instant but it's enough to pull me out of the bullshit. I had to endure a lot of pain to get to the point to where I sought those things out. But, um, you know, I, I think about it a lot, and you know, especially with, when you, you have kids, you're like, I know they're not hearing what I'm saying. Right. I know for a fact, like you just said, we, we remember them when the time's right. Right. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and all we can do is, is try to be present. And I, I think that's what this, this show is going to be is, um, just us being present when we have guests in, yeah. you know, we're, we're all just present in this moment. There's no agenda. Let's, let's chop it up. Yeah. Um, and let's no boundaries, no boundaries, no judgment. Let's have some conversation and, uh, see what's out there, you know, cause there's, there's, there's just too much, there's too much finger pointing. There's too much blame. There's too much, too much hate, man. Um, you know, I, it, it it's, you know, we live in, I call pop culture a disease yeah, yeah. it, because it, it is, you know, oh, yeah. and we've been confined to that most of our lives. It's, that's why I like seeing these long form conversations popping up and having them be Joe Rogan, man. He's killing it. Yeah. You know, um, Jordan Peterson, you know, a guy that I don't agree with everything on, but I love, I, I, I see where he comes from because he's, he's got the freedom to be able to lay these things out. Right. Um, you know, I, I think I have hope. A lot of people have have lost hope in humanity and, uh, but I I haven't. I, I think uh, I think we're on the cusp of something great, you know. Despite what what the media wants to tell us, right? I think we're on the cusp of something great, and I think it's things like this. Um, you have, not even this. People's
0: willingness to speak to each other. You have to find those that are delivering the truth, and I won't find that on Channel Two, Four, or Seven. Absolutely not. Their truth. Right. right. It's just give truth. me your truth. Their you agenda. To, you don't need my truth, right? right. 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 Let's, I don't have an agenda here. Right. I, I I really don't. I'm I'm just enjoying the journey. Yeah. You know, God put me down here, help some people out, maybe you know, connect the light to them a little bit, and enjoy the ride. I'm really just here to enjoy the ride. Me too, and I'm curious to know what what that ride is for you and everybody else.
1: Curious, that, I, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. Tell me, because my journey hasn't been completely right, you know. But um, but yeah. So we we got to wrap it up. Um, uh, we'll we'll continue this. Um, for anybody whose messages we missed while while we were in our first session, we'll we will get to you. Um, you know, like I said, we're we're just uh, feeling this whole thing out, getting the technicalities yeah. down, but. Hope you enjoyed I what... this a, was a
0: pretty good first episode, man.
1: Yeah. Well, we got we got a yeah, lot to go. I, I mean, know. we could sit in here for hours I upon know. hours upon hours and uh, bore people to tears. But, uh, you know, the people that are listening, they already know what yeah. we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Like, they they came in knowing and, what was up. And, and the thing is to bring the new ones along and let them catch up. That's the intent. Nothing wrong with getting caught up. That, that, that is...
1: If there's any hope or intent for this, it's that we'll, we'll fall on some, some new ears that need to hear some things and... We're not. You know, we're, nobody has made us. Um, we're not professionals in this. We've we've garnered our masters through a series right. of traumas and coming out on the other side. And anybody that we bring in here, we hope they're no matter what label you have attached to your name here, we're open. Here right. we just lay it all out, and and we hope that it leads somewhere special for somebody. But all right, Sean, sounds I appreciate good, brother. It.